Okay, if you could just give us a level check, that would be great. Elon Myers-Taylor, my events are two-man and monobob, and I just won a silver medal in the first ever monobob Olympic race. I'm Elizabeth Beisel, two-time Olympic medalist, and I am jumping the press rope to take you inside the Athletes' Villages, some of the most interesting and exclusive places at the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympic Games. We'll talk to athletes whose performances are pushing the medal count on snow and ice, discussing pretty much anything and everything but actually winning medals, because we want to go behind the scenes, and even Olympic heroes have to eat unfiltered conversations from the ground about the daily experiences that make up the real athlete experience of the games. You know, like life and being in the village, because it isn't all nail-biting pressure and medal ceremonies all the time. You can hear us in the headphones okay? Okay, we'll get started in three, two, one. Amazing to virtually meet you. It's so cool to meet oh, you because I followed you and watched you swim and everything like that. So, it's- oh my god, that's awesome! So I am the same for you because Lauren Gibbs and I have like a Rhode Island connection. So yeah. like, it's been really cool too. So I was very excited to speak to you this tonight for you, morning for me. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. All right, here we go. So. You were an integral part in getting the monobob to the Olympics. You know, what does you and Kaylee going one-two mean, not just for the USA, but for women in general, especially those who compete in bobsled and now monobob? I think it's huge. Um, And I think, you know, both of us have put some of our careers on the line by going after pursuing two disciplines, you know, going after and trying to get a four-woman discipline into the games. We definitely broke a lot of bridges and definitely, uh, you know, didn't always get things our way and really pushed really hard to try and, um, and made a lot of waves to try and get another discipline in, but lo and behold, it worked. Not only did it work is, is we showed we could be successful at it and we could show we could be successful at driving this smaller sled. Um, and I think hopefully it encourages other women to not take a step back when they really want something to go after it, to pursue the dreams. And, and it shows them that it could work out. And I think the other thing is, you know, we're two of the oldest winter Olympians to medal ever uh, on the female side. So to have that kind of legacy and to show that we could still be competing this late in our careers and still winning medals, I think that speaks volume and hopefully encourages more women to continue their careers well after what they normally consider as your peak. Right. And you mentioned, you know, you're not only one of the oldest, you're the only driver coming off of a pregnancy. How hard was it for you to get back into Olympic shape after giving birth to Nico? And what has that journey kind of looked like for you juggling being a mom? Yeah, you know, um, I had everything lined up perfectly uh, after I gave birth to Nico, like I had actually reached out to summer Olympians, Alicia Montano, Allison Felix, and they put me in contact with lots of people, pelvic health specialists, all these different people to help me. And then COVID hit and I could see absolutely nobody for two months. So just now taking care of a newborn and trying to figure out how to train, how to get my body back in shape, how to do all of this when I'm confined to my house, like that was the hardest part is it, it was just a struggle. And fortunately, my husband is a strength and conditioning coach. He's a chiropractor, so he could do a lot for me. Uh, but he's also trying to take care of a newborn. So 
and I've been breastfeeding this entire journey. So your body just fluctuates so much. It's completely different than what it was before you gave birth. And it's just never going to be the same. And you have to learn to accept that. But you also have to learn to figure out how you're going to make the new body work for you as an elite athlete. So it's been definitely ups and downs, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. And I feel like just that entire journey has almost been the epitome of your actual Olympic journey. It's been very up and down, um, being in isolation with COVID. How have you emotionally, physically, mentally stayed in tune when all of these variables that ideally would be going your way, especially heading into a games just are not happening for you. Like, how do you, how do you manage that? Yeah. I think that was the hardest part is the mental aspect of as an elite athlete, you know, you're, you're in control of everything. You're in control of your diet. You're in control of your workouts and all these different things. And yeah, things happen, but not to that extreme. So fortunately with my husband writing my programs, he was in the same isolation quarters. So he wasn't in my room, but he had the same space limitation so he scripted out workouts he went to work did everything he could to get me to continue to stay in shape so physically I was taken care of it was more the mental aspect you know he was really integral in helping me stay positive and my father taking care of my son as well but also I reached out to our sports psychs and my psychiatrist back at home and, and continue to work with them because not only was the isolation hard while I was there, but it still continues to be hard. We're still in close contact protocols um, and still trying to find your way back to normal and feeling normal again. Like it's, it's definitely been a struggle, but I have a great team behind me and they've helped me every step of the way. Yeah. And, and you have an amazing son behind you as well, who seems to absolutely love playing with your Olympic medal. Can you talk about what it's like to share a moment like this and and a a piece of hardware that represents so, so much with him? Um, Like your Instagram post, just, I had so like the biggest smile ear to ear looking at him play with it. What is it like sharing that with him? Oh my gosh. Um, That was a dream of dreams. Like I always wanted to be a mother and I always wanted to continue being an athlete and share an Olympic medal with my child and to actually do it. Like, I still can't believe it actually happened. Like it's, it's surreal. I still feel like I'm going to wake up and none of this actually happened. Um, And to see him actually play with it and he really wanted to play with it, but it's heavy. It's really heavy. Um, I probably want I have so he was trying to play with it trying to manipulate it dropped it a few times and then you know it was really cool to see um and I know he was watching the races with my dad um and he's just now starting to get to the age where he can look at the tv and say hey yes that's mommy so yeah. that was a really cool moment um and and to have him cheering along and, and being along with this journey like this medal is 100% for him and he's the one that inspires me day in and day out so I can't think of a better way than to hang it around his neck and to go and persevere through everything that you've done to just get that medal is also making it so sweet, I'm sure. Um, to shift gears, how do you get the bobsled to the Olympics? You know, like for me being a swimmer, it's easy. I pack a swimsuit cap and goggles and I'm good to go. Like I don't need any big gear like that. For you, there's a lot more that goes into going to the Olympics than just a backpack. So how does that big bobsled get there? Yeah, so we have to ship it in crates, huge uh, shipping crates. We put it in there, put a lot of stuff in there, all our equipment, and then it goes on cargo planes. Um, And sometimes it takes a couple weeks. Like, for instance, we came to China in October for a test event, and it took us our sleds about three weeks to actually get back to Europe in order for us to be able to compete. So we do lose a lot of time from 
our European stops to going to the games and stuff like that. So we have to be off the ice for a little bit of time while our sleds make it from place to place. Um, actually, on the way home, they'll actually go on a boat. <laughs> They're not going anytime soon. Shipping on a boat is much cheaper, so I'm told. So they'll go on a boat and then we'll meet them at some point uh, in the spring and, and get all our sleds out and, and everything and prepare for the next season. Good. No rush. You you have a well-deserved break for sure. You're like, let the ship take as long as it can. I don't, I don't need it. Um, when you get that bobsled, do you have any role in designing it or what it looks like? And then also, how many pairs of runners do you have with you? Yeah, so um, the U.S. used to make uh, sleds, create sleds. Um, the sleds we're driving right now, the monobob sleds, everyone in the world has the exact same one. So we don't have any input in the design there. Um, and then the sleds that me and Kaylee will actually use for two-man competition are bought from Latvia. Um, so we didn't have any input in the design there either. But hopefully, U.S. has always made sleds. Hopefully, we get back to a point where we're making sleds again. And then, yes, the driver has a good amount of input. So I had input into the previous sleds that we used in the 2018 games. Um, and they were BMW sleds. So I got to be in the wind tunnel with them and testing them and doing different things. Uh, but for these sleds, we're not much involved, but hopefully the U.S. gets back to building their own equipment because that really is how you ensure you have the fastest equipment is it's got to be USA made. Yeah. Do you see a future for four women bobsled at the Olympics? Yeah. I definitely do. I think the benefit of it, it gets more brakemen involved. So I'm really optimistic that, um, you know, there is a future for it. However, I'm very sensitive to what the younger pilots want. Um, I think it's their choice now. You know, I am in my last last years of bobsled. I don't know how much longer mm-hmm. I'll be doing it. This might be my last games. Um but now it's up for the younger pilots to take the mantle. And I'm really all about women having choice. If they want four women, four women is what I think would be best. But if they don't want it, then I'm going to continue to support them. If they want to continue with monobob, that's completely their choice. I just want them to have the option. And if they want monobob, I'm going to support and do everything I can to make sure they have that opportunity. Yeah, well, they have a wonderful role model to follow. You have been just an absolute icon in the sport that you've done, you know, one of the most decorated that there's ever been. Is there one particular moment or accomplishment that you are most proud of? Oh, I think the accomplishment I'm most proud of is getting that four-man, racing as four-man as a woman and making the U.S. national team and then actually getting the monobob discipline because I think that says more of a legacy than anything else, uh, than winning a single medal ever will. You know, yes, it was great to win a medal um, at these games in the monobob, but at the end of the day, you know, every other games, every four years, there's a new medalist. Um, And so I wanted to leave a lasting legacy on the sport and hopefully having two medal opportunities is one of the lasting legacies I'm able to leave. Oh, well, a legacy for sure. And women will be thanking you for all of the years to come in Mono Bob and Bobsled. Thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations. Enjoy your medal with Nico and your entire family. It was so nice talking to you. And enjoy that well-deserved break while your Bobsled is on that big old <laughs> cargo ship coming back. Thank you. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Great talking to you. Every four years, the world's greatest athletes compete for gold, and that time is now. The Winter Olympics on NBC and Peacock. 17 days of action, excitement, glory, and history in the making. Don't miss a single epic moment. The Winter Olympics continue tonight 
on NBC and Peacock.